Happy New Year, everyone! Welcome to Screen Scream on Viola. In the very first episode of this new year, we're going to talk about two new movies that aren't in the language of English. But at 007 section, we're going to talk about random movies. So if you're interested in recent films, don't hesitate to join us. There will be a new movie and a classic re-release at newly released section. So first of all, let's listen to the first new movie we're going to talk about today. Hello, Taper. Eight-year-old Aki sets off in search of the mystical nightmare-eating creature in the forest, hoping it will bring his father back to life. The first new movie we're going to talk about today is a Taiwanese movie called Hello, Taper. I personally think it's a movie. Combining with despair and hope, as we heard in the introduction, there's a mystical monster living in the heart of a forest, which can eat people's nightmare. Well, you may say, oh, it sounds like a very good story because the creature is a nightmare-eating creature. But the thing is, there might be a creature, might be not. It's just a story told by Aki's father. When he was little, well, he's still little. He's only eight years old. But the reason why he wants to find that mystical monster is because he wants the creature to help him bring back his father. The story is based on the legendary creature Taper, because back in Tang Dynasty, the legend of Taper says that they will eat people's nightmares, and that's the reason why poets. Would draw papers on curtains, which means people can get a good sleep. And after the tradition goes to Japan, Japanese people even put it on pillows, which also represents that people can get a good sleep. This is the very first ever live-action animated fantasy movie in Taiwan, and director Chi Jiaqing said that the story was inspired. By what he felt when his father passed away. Oh, so touching. So now you understand why I said as a movie combining despair and hope. The budget of this movie exceeded more than 80 million Taiwanese dollars, and it was mainly filmed in Yilan, hoping that the audience can feel that the naive boy misses his father gone missing. With a fishing village in Taiwan as the background, so in the movie you're able to watch the dilemma of the boy between his mother and his grandmother, and at the same time you will see how the mystic creature accompanied the boy to walk out his pain and trauma. So if you like fantasy movie or you like Taiwanese movies. Hello, Taper might be a good choice on the last weekend of Lunar New Year. Now let's move on to the second new movie we're going to talk about Women today. Women on the verge of a nervous breakdown. A television actress encounters a variety of eccentric characters after embarking on a journey to discover robot, why her lover abruptly left her. <laughs> It's a comedy, but not everyone's laughing. The second new movie we're going to talk about today is a Spanish movie, and it's actually not a new movie. It was released in 1988. It's a classic re-release. 
In order to understand this movie more, we need to know about Spain in the 80s. Spain in the 80s just started to move from authoritarianism to democratic. So everything at the time was burgeoning. For example, art, culture, entertainment, you name it. This movie, Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown, is a work by the famous Spanish director, Almodovar, compared to his own work in the 90s with all the excitement, lust, tender emotions, and self-reflection and reconciliation. His works in the 80s are all about taboos, crazy humanity, and extreme. So the audience gets to see different crazy visual effects. Women on the Verge of a Nervous Breakdown was the most best-selling movie in Spanish film history at the time. It even won a lot of Goya awards, including the best picture, the best director, and the best leading actress, etc. The Goya Awards is the Spanish Oscar Awards, and it was nominated as the best foreign film at the Oscars that year. Now let's talk about the reason why the woman is on the verge of a nervous breakdown. The protagonist is an actress. She's a mistress of somebody and she just broke up with the guy, informing her on a phone message. What? But if you think that's the worst, then you're wrong. She even found herself pregnant. She tries to call the guy but never receives any response. So she tries to call even more frequently, smokes, drinks tomato juice with sleeping pills inside. She even tries to burn down her own place. But the guy just doesn't want to come back. So basically there are four main characters in the movie. The protagonist, the man she has an adultery with, the wife, and there's another person. I don't know who, but there are four main characters, that I'm sure. If you want to know what happens to them, you need to go to the movie theater to check it out. Before we move on to top 007, let's review what we had from last week first. Top 3, the 355. Top 2, the Kingsman. And top 1, once again, Spider-Man No Way Home. Let's listen to top 7 to top 4. Top 5, to Nightmare truth. Alley. Absolute truth. I can do that. Top 4, Scream. Su Huan Jan. Su Huan Jin. Wow, there are two new movies on the charts this week, and we've talked about both of them in the previous weeks. So if you're interested, you can go back to the episode and listen to it. The first one is Nightmare Alley. Friends who went to see it all say that it's very good. And the second one is Scream. There aren't many horror movies in the beginning of a year. So if you are a horror lover, Scream is the best choice for you to go to the movie theater right now. Last but not least, Su Huan Jian. It's a Taiwanese poppy movie. Actually, if you go watch the trailer, 
you will find that the visual effects seems very good, amazing. But according to friends who have watched it, the story plot isn't as complete as it's supposed to be. So you can enjoy the visual effects, of course, that's for sure. But you probably wouldn't enjoy the plot as much as you enjoy the series version. But since this is only the very first time Pili Poppet makes into a movie version, I think there's still room for improvement. So if you are a fan of Pili Poppet, you may still consider go watch it. Oh, I forgot to explain that I kept saying Poppet. I'm talking about puppetry show because Su Huan Jian is based on Pili Glove puppetry. So that's the reason why I call it a puppet movie, just in case you don't know already. There are only three movies from top seven to top four this week. So we can tell that it's a little bit crowded from top three to top one. But as I mentioned in the beginning, we're going to just have chit chat in this section. So don't worry, we're going to move on to top three to top one. And I do have a movie that I've seen to share with you. Let's listen to the chart. Top three, my best friend's breakfast. Top two, the twinkle. This is going to be fun. Top one, thing two. Clay Calloway is a recluse. No one's seen in over 15 years. I'll give you three weeks to get this show up. Spider-Man, no way home. We started getting some visitors. Alright, there's a new movie on the chart in this section, My Best Friend's Breakfast. And yes, I've seen it. I went to the screening. I have to say it's an interesting movie. It's not boring. It's not ridiculous. But I just don't agree with the value in the movie. First of all, it's called My Best Friend's Breakfast. The story's about the protagonist's best friend as one of the most popular girls at school. So she receives breakfast from many different guys in the morning. But she had someone in mind, so she doesn't want the breakfast at all. So she would give it to the protagonist. And the protagonist turns out to eat breakfast for a whole year. And those two people end up being in a relationship. That's how the story goes. And it's actually based on the true story. Then what's wrong with it? First of all, if I'm lucky enough to be one of the most popular girls at school, if I have someone in mind, I wouldn't take other people's breakfast. I mean, in the movie or in the real world, I'm not sure if the popular girl actually says to the boys that she likes someone and she didn't want their breakfast, but never mind. If it's me, if they insist, I will still go and tell them, please don't give me breakfast like this because we're still students, I'm not worth your money, besides I have someone in mind. That's the first thing. And the second thing is, if I'm the main male actor, and even though I know the breakfast is going to be eaten by the protagonist, 
I wouldn't do such thing. I mean, keep giving breakfast to her best friend, the popular girl, because for that poor girl, she only thinks that you're chasing her best friend, and that just you may say, oh, that's popular love. That's what a student, high school students do, but it doesn't make sense to me. So for me, the whole story of my best friend's breakfast is based on misunderstanding and stupidity, if you ask me. So I'd say it's a good movie, and the song is really good because it's made by Eric Joe, the leading actor. And also, all the breakfast in the movie looks so delicious. I went to see the movie starved, so that was really a torture. But anyway, I think it's a good movie, but I don't agree with the value. If it's still on the charts next week, maybe we can talk a little bit more. But for now, that's all the time we have for today. Thank you for your attention, and if you like the show, please share it for us. And remember to tune in same time next week here at Screen Screen. I'm Viola. See you next week.